Hello everyone and welcome to another beer review. Now today we're down in Dorset, so we are. We're down in the southwest, so we are. And uh, we're at uh, basically uh, Holland Woodhouse Badger Brewery at uh, Blandford Forum. And we're doing their tropical ferret. Which is a bit of a strange one because it's like, like the word tropical. And then they basically came over, looks like within the label, they pencil the F in over the T to make it tropical. Which is just crap. I was looking at that thinking, that's just crap. Because just, why? Why don't I just call it tropical ferret? But no, it's tropical ferret. It's just, uh, but you're trying to use alliteration, are you? With all the Fs. I can give you a couple of Fs to join in with that. Yes, you can all guess what they are, can't you? <laughs> yes. Mm. But anyway, the tropical ferret, or the tropical ferret, as they want to say, the IPA with big waves of passion fruit and mango flavours. Oh, God. It just, I mean, I honestly don't know. I'm not a huge big fan of mango. I don't mind mango as a fruit. I don't like mango juice. Oh, India killed that one off, seriously. I always seemed to be when I was hot, sweaty and uncomfortable, they'd come round with this lukewarm mango juice, you know, thick as gravy, and you're thinking, shit, fucking hell, I don't really want that, seriously. Especially when you're bloody in your second bout of dysentery, for fuck's sake. Yeah, come in with a wee fucking plastic cups. Fuck off. Um, yeah. So mango is not a big... Uh, attraction for me. In fact, I avoid mango fruit because it reminds me of the mango juice in India. That's the thing. I actually used to quite like mango fruit. I try and avoid it as much as possible. If it's there, I will eat it. But if I have a choice or if I can basically, you know, body swerve it, I will. Passion fruit, I don't mind. But none of these flavours, I think, do you know what beer really needs? It really needs passion fruit or it really needs mango. Although I did do a hard seltzer with Adrian a couple of years back. We used this Russian turbo yeast. Jesus Christ, that's some stuff by the way. Russian turbo yeast, bloody hell. And uh, yeah, we must have got this well over 15%. We must have done this bloody thing with like rocket fuel. And we actually just used apple juice as the base. And we did one with uh, was it raspberries. And then we did one, was it raspberries or strawberries? I'm sure it was raspberries. But we did one with passion for it as well. And uh, only we actually just did, we did two five litre um, fermentation batches. So we did. And uh, yeah. The problem is with the turbo yeast, it's, it's like yeast on steroids, it really is. It does not leave any sugar behind. What I did notice was it didn't take much passion fruit. So within five litres of apple juice, so it wasn't, I think it was roughly, but yeah. I think it was a slight top up of water and that type of stuff. So it was at least, I would probably say four litres and then probably a litre top up of water. But also um, two passion fruits, basically chopped and their kind of uh, internal scraped out into it. And uh, the turbo yeast. Really nice flavour of passion fruit with a nice intensity within this hard seltzer. What we did notice was 
absolutely no sweetness in it at all. It was bitter as buggery and really dry. Oh, God, was it dry. And same with the, the raspberry. So it was undrinkable like that. You actually have to make sugar in it or make up sugar syrup. Now, we put it in the bottles and other little kind of carbon drops, so we carbonated it. And it was actually really quite refreshing, especially with, with uh, some sugar syrup to it or a guava syrup and things like that, just to kind of add the sweetness to it because it took every bit of sweetness out. Um, so I don't mind passion fruit and alcohol within that. What I don't want is basically malty and grain flavours and passion fruit. I'm sorry, but it's like people's attitude towards pineapple and pizzas. I don't particularly mind it. But of course, some people think it's absolutely abhorrent. But I think basically kind of mango flavours and uh, passion fruit flavours within beer is probably pretty abhorrent from that point of view. But anyway, there's some spiel in the back. And uh, you know how much I love sharing the spiel in the back label. So, after years of hard work in the brewery, it was high time for a ferret getaway. So the gang went surfing USA from the shores of the Pacific West to the sun-drenched beaches of California, guarding hops along the way with pockets full of, with pockets full, the gang caught one last wave before heading back to Dorset. A fruity IPA busting with tropical passion fruit, a mango flavours combined with the American Amarillo and Centennial Hob notes. There we go. And uh, that's it. So, 4.6%, roughly again, £1.80 to £2 a bottle. And... Uh, yeah, let's crack it open and see what it is. But yeah, uh, you can tell I'm going to enjoy this one. It's mango and bloody passion fruit. But anyway, let's see what it's like. Let's pour it out. An IPA. Well, they're a bit lively tonight, seriously. Again, I've done what? That's, that's almost... Yeah, three fingers again. Consistent. Consistent. Oh. If you're wondering, I did this with another beer because I'm doing a few reviews. And I did that with the last beer again, basically. Poured it like that. Oh. Well, it's all that type of situation. Is I got a whiff of the aromas there and I'm thinking, I hope to God it doesn't taste like the bloody aromas. Right, let's have a... Well, let's just see what it is. The people on the podcast, it really probably should be a two-finger head, but I made an arse of it, and uh, we've got a three-finger head. And it does slightly kind of emulate uh, a fest beer at uh, the Munich Beer Festival. It's a nice kind of amberish kind of colour. So it is. Should be off about two-finger head. Poured by somebody who's normal instead of an idiot. Oh God, I'm getting wafts of passion fruit, I'm not really getting maybe a slight hint of mango, but mostly kind of passion fruit, and unfortunately along with that you're getting slight grapefruit bitterness accent aromas as well. Alright. 
Jesus, I should read the fucking label before I buy that bloody stuff to review. Seriously, girls, this is a bad job. I've not done that one. I'll just chuck that in there without even looking. Without even paying attention and then, ah, shite. Look at a bot. Right, let's get wired in. Oh. No. That's a bit of a beer of two halves. Let me rephrase that. A beer of thirds. Front of the mouth, not so good. Got a heck of a lot better in the mid-term. And now start to kind of get a little bit worse again in the, the aftertaste. Right, okay. Not too bad, actually. I was expecting worse, and especially what I was tasting in the front of the mouth. The first flavours I'm getting, I'm thinking, this is going to get worse. This is going to get really quite, kind of, nauseatingly, kind of, grapefruity uh, and uh, tropical in the, kind of, uh, mid-tongue and aftertaste. And surprising, it doesn't. It lightens up. It actually lightens up and just calms right down. Which is a bit of a strange when you're getting that bang of these kind of flavours, these kind of tropical flavours, right at the front of the mouth, and that kind of hint of bitterness, and you think, oh, here we go, and you're getting slightly bitterness in the actual in the front of the mouth. There's going to be more to follow, and then it just went, just goes right down, calms off. Which I'm glad it does. I'll be totally honest. The problem is, though, there is a nice malty sweetness. The malty sweetness is intensified and accented by the kind of slightly passion flavours and slightly mango flavours. And it just... It does give you that slight sensation that the beer flavours are taking a back seat from that point of view. They're making a beer but they want you to have more kind of fruity kind of fruit juice flavours rather than it's almost I'll be totally honest, it's almost like basically umbongo mixed with blooming beer. It is from that point of view. But with a bit more bitterness at the start. So that's what it's like. It's like basically somebody making a beer shandy with uh one third beer, you know, kind of standard ale and uh, two thirds kind of a bongo which is a kind of uh, a tropical fruit drink with certain kind of flavours like passion fruit and mango and all that type of stuff and goodness what other shit goes in it probably probably none of it's natural it's probably all kind of doctored and chemicals but anyway but just I mean, it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be, but yeah, like the beer flavours um, does take kind of quite a back seat from that point of view. So let's try and break down the flavours. It's quite gassy as well, actually. Start off 
straight off the bat, front of the mouth. Loads of, you get this bang of passion fruit with accents of mango. Quite a strong sweetness and kind of slightly kind of hoppy, kind of grapefruity kind of bitterness. This is right in the front of the mouth. But look, bang, there you go. It just hits you thinking, oh Jesus, here we go. Oof. No holding back, is there? And you're thinking, not looking forward to the mid tongue, not looking forward to the mink. He's just holding it there in the front of the mouth, and you're not looking forward to the mid tongue. And then as you start to kind of pass it over the mid tongue towards the kind of back of the mouth to swallow, you expect, you know, here we go, and it just goes, it just kind of calms down. And you get all these flavours just slightly kind of dissipating and just kind of lightening up, but the sweetness is still there. It's quite a powerful sweetness. And uh, you have the kind of passion fruit, mango, and a little bit of grapefruit bitterness, but quite light, but with this quite a solid underlying sweetness going right all the way through the mid-tongue. Moves on to the aftertaste, and you get a little accents of bitterness as the fruit flavours kind of dissipate in the mid-tongue, they actually dissipate quite quickly in from the mid-tongue into the aftertaste, so they dissipate quite quickly just at the end of the mid-tongue. So you're just getting little accents of them as it comes into the aftertaste. The little light accents of bitterness within the aftertaste, but you still have that underlying sweetness, and that's the kind of last flavour you really kind of get is the sweetness dissipating with just these little light accents of bitterness and and it's a bit gassy as well Oof. there you go ladies and gentlemen i suppose it is something different and reading it i was actually expecting something a lot worse i mean if you like beer flavours, not the kind of uh, drink for you, this isn't the beer for you, but if you like fruity flavours with your beer, then, and you also like a kind of decent level of sweetness, again, this is the beer for you. For me, what would I give this out of 10? I don't mind it as a one-off. I wouldn't buy it again. Um, I've tasted it. I can say I've tasted it. Yeah, it was okay. Um, not really my cup of tea. It's not really on my street. Like it says, I'm not a big, huge fan for over fruity flavours within beer because I like the taste of beer and I like the kind of more traditional flavours associated with beer. I don't need these flavours kind of overshadowed with kind of Slightly false flavouring, let's be totally honest, because some of these hops, these aren't the natural flavours, these are hybrid hops to a certain degree. This idea of getting these flavours naturally from these kind of new world hops is a misnomer. It's, 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 it's bullshit, let's be totally honest. These are doctored, of course they are, absolutely doctored. Especially to get passion fruit and mango kind of S flavours. And of course, let's be totally honest, they're probably adding some adjuncts as well accent to provide accent flavours to boost them as well but out of 10 I mean I'll give it I'll give it 5 
out of 10. It's not so bad. It's a bit gassy. It's quite sweet. Which isn't really my cup of tea. Um, so I'm going to give it a bang average from that point of view. I wouldn't recommend it for people if you're into the kind of same kind of flavour profiles I'm into. This probably isn't the beer for you, but I would say try it and give it a go and see what you think. Bloody hell. I do apologise. I do have a bit of wind because of this. And uh, yeah, overall, not really my cup of tea. It's like, like I've said before, it's uh, it's beer for people that don't particularly like the flavour of beer. And uh, yeah, this is kind of helping to mask the flavours of beer, which for me is a bit of a sin because I prefer beer flavours to these type of flavours. So anyway, it's 4.4%, uh, isn't it? 4.4%, but 4.6% I'm telling you lies. 4.6%, under £2 a bottle, um, 5 out of 10, and I'd be probably being quite generous in that, but I'm thinking about other people and not so much about myself. It was about, it was really just for my own personal choice. I would probably have it just slightly below 5, probably be beginning of 4, 4.5. But I'm going to give it a 5 because at the end of the day, People sh might like it if they're not such huge big peer fans or they want something that may be a bit different. But anyway, thanks for watching. Cheers. And bye for now.